husband wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi, you've downloaded our podcast today. Great job. What, mm-hmm. a, what a wonderful, wonderful choice you've made in your life. Mm, send us a message. Maybe let us know where you actually listen. Mm. We get a lot of um, overseas people who log on every morning because we live stream our show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you always, if you ever check the comments there, it's always like morning from Sweden or mm-hmm. morning from Canada. We did get a message from Greg um, who does listen to the show, former smoking man he used to have on his mm-hmm. title, All saying right. about how... Huh? Oh, no, nothing. Oh. Just when you looked at Siobhan, our producer, I thought you were going to say it was her ex-boyfriend from Ireland. I thought you were going to say it was him who was written on there. I was like, what's no, lovely to hear from I can get to that one tomorrow. No, no, no. What a great uh, say. Uh, yeah, but he, he was saying about, and I just spoke to a friend of mine over in the States about how Australia's getting mocked with the lockdown. Like, mm. he's like, oh, I'm sorry that you guys are in lockdown. You shouldn't mm. be, you know, with the restrictions. And you like, you just realise how different we're all doing all over the world. Mm. Yeah, well, in America, they, if they were getting a 1,000 cases a day, that would be a dream for them because mm. they're still... Has their death rate slowed down, though? Because they did have, like, our vaccination um, rate has been so slow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's... today they had 74,000 new cases and 542 new deaths, bringing the total of deaths up to 650,252. Is that, without being crass, is that similar percentage for their population-wise? Uh, oh, yeah. To, to, to us? Because our population is nothing compared to Yeah, they're like 330-something million mm. in the States. Mm. Mm. Um, are you on Worldometer? Yeah. God, I've oh been on God. that website. Remember when we were all over that yeah. website? No, I haven't been there for ages either. Yeah. 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 I haven't been on there in ages. Um, yeah, well, that is interesting, isn't it? Because they've had in America... 30,826,478 recover, people recover from mm. um, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So I guess, uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one. Because, yeah, 333,246,000 is their population. But then likewise, you look at India, they're 1.39 billion. billion. Mm. And then today they've had 43,000 cases. And 527 deaths. Mm. But then I guess how they report is different. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, I think it'll be weird. Like eventually the coronavirus will just become a flu, like a like a cold sort of thing. But Unfortunately, well. Queensland's sort of behind mm. the rest of Australia now with our vac- vaccination mm. rates. And mm. I think that's also got down to the fact that we haven't had cases here that we've mm. opened up. So yeah. I know that a lot of um, availability went to. The, the, you know, Victoria and New South Wales, and also yeah. it wasn't the urgency. Like my friend, I'll be completely honest, was not going to get vaccinated, mm. um, and she's in Sydney, and she's this has just always been her. It's like uh, she's natural every step yeah, of the way. Like mm. coconut oil will fix it. Uh, yeah, deal. she's just more like she's never used um, uh, female hygiene products that have bleaching in them. The whole life she's always been like that, so she wasn't. Now she's in lockdown, yeah. mm. and she ran and get it. Got it. Mm. Yeah, they are saying that with yeah, people. It's so changing. Like, oh them. my yeah. god! You know, me and my natural lifestyle can mm. take a jump because but, we need to get back to normal. Yeah. So I just don't think we've had that urgency. So our vaccination rate's still a little bit more slower. The scary number, though, is that um, the one percent of poorer countries are vaccinated, and that's where the real danger comes. Because then, if it's left to, we need to, and they don't have access to the vaccine. Yeah. We need to get give them the vaccine because if it's left there, it'll mutate again, and we'll be yeah. right back where we started from. Yeah. I think that's what they'll probably have to look at, won't they? So once 
Western countries, once we've hit our targets, it'd be about getting them, like you think your Bali's, your um, mm. India and stuff like that. Would well, be I know that them. even Australia requested um, leftover vaccines from America mm. of the visor. And they were rejected. Oh, really? Oh, because they went somewhere else. They went to. No, I think they were still just, well, we're keeping them here. Oh. You know. I got Pfizer on in Saturday. Mm. Copped a Pfizer in the arm. Someone cancelled theirs and they rang and they were like, hey, can you be here by 11.30? I was like, well, I'm at soccer right now. Yeah, I'm wrap up and Because you have to unfreeze it, don't you? So once it's unfrozen and you've got 10, because my brother was administering, you've got yeah. 10 in one of those. Right. Like in a pack. Yeah. You get a 10 pack. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because I think, yeah, if, if we didn't, they would have called someone else and then maybe yeah, just, just thrown it away. So yeah. I was like, yes, wait, because I'm not booked in till October for the like vax. Um, hub, mm. yeah. So I have to go on and cancel that now. So it's worked out well. Mm. So gravy, gravy, baby. <laughs> uh, alrighty, here we go. Let's roll the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Money over everything. Every looking like a bag of money. Have you guys ever regretted a big purchase when you were younger or maybe just what you spent money on? You look back now and you go, oh, my God, I wasted so much. Hmm. Uh, yeah, most things. Most really? things. Most Because there's a Reddit feed of people saying, um, what do you regret spending money on? What I love about this is people have been quite honest mm. with it. A lot of people have said, you know, what they wasted money on and gone, actually, that wasn't a waste. That was fun. <laughs> See, I reckon <laughs> some things would be like when they went on a big overseas holiday, but it ended up being an ex-partner. Yes. Like, okay. do you think, oh, I wish, wish it wasn't with them because mm. now it's tainted with their name. Because mm, mm. this is a 20-year-old has a man has admitted he struggles with the idea of spending a large amount on stupid things. So he's asked for people what they've spent it on and see whether they regret it. Yeah. Um, some people have, like I said, been really honest. Someone said, um, drugs. I used to buy all sorts mm. of things on Silk Road. I even saved the Bitcoin I spent back when it would have been worth $22 million today. Ouch. So he cashed in his Bitcoin to get yeah. some gear yeah. and then, yeah. oh, yeah. 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 So that, that's regret, and he says, I regret that one. Um, but a lot of people have said beer uh, really? a lot a week. Actually didn't regret it, had fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you never do that, Matt. But there are some people oh, that said... Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. No one needs that sort of truth <laughs> no. in their life, no. do they? Pokemon <laughs> cards have come up quite a bit, and well, they're all from guys that have spent... That's not a waste. Well, they're saying they spend it all on Pokemon cards and Harry Potter cards, mm. Archie comics, mm-hmm. um, and video games. Mm. And they're saying that they thought that they'd be worth a lot and none of it's worth a lot, or they got rid of it. Mm. And now it is worth and a lot. And now it is. You mm. know, they're like, yeah, this is going to be collector's item, and then it's gone, yeah. Um, someone has said, makeup. I was watching uh, YouTube videos non-stop, and I spent over $1,000 on makeup. The thing is, I've never worn it. Oh. <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> When you're watching the tutorials, yeah. it's yeah. a huge thing, mm. and you see that you need all this blush and this blender, and you go, oh, my God, that's great, but she's never worn makeup. Wow. Yeah, she just got obsessed with it and just kept buying it, thinking one day she will, and she didn't. And the thing is, with makeup, it's got an expiry date as mm. well. Right. Um, someone bought all musical equipment, so someone bought, like, a trombone um, and a saxophone with the idea of actually learning how to play it. I never did. Never oh, did. That's reminded me. I, I went and bought this synth pad. <laughs> When I moved to Melbourne, because I didn't have any friends there when I first moved. And I was mm. like, you know what? I'll buy this synth pad. I'll start producing my own music. Spent like 1200 bucks on it. Mm-hmm. It stayed in the box oh, no. until Ethan got old enough and he started doing his thing at JMC. And mm. I was like, mate, look what I've got for you. <laughs> but it was, just, it was just me as a loser with no friends thinking, yeah, I'm going to turn myself into this sick music producer. It's going to be wicked. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I think about it now, and I was like, oh, God, how lame. <laughs> this one, this one's pretty good, though. This one said I worked my butt off, Ooh. and I worked multiple jobs so that I could get a round, uh, round-the-world ticket after I graduated, and I went uh, to 15 different countries. I did everything I wanted to do, skydiving, bungee jumping, whitewater rafting, sailing, climbing mountains, kayaking. But now I wish that I had saved and bought a house. But I don't know if that you no, wouldn't regret that, would you? No. This one, much. this one is my favourite though because this person, Jason, mm. he got a decent inheritance when he was eighteen. Oh, that's a bad age to get your inheritance. <laughs> so you should actually go out and buy a house, right? Yeah. How but much I, does he say? I don't know. Decent one. Healthy. But I started a fantasy sword collection. They weren't cheap, and they're now collecting dust in my parents' loft with no way to sell them. Now I don't mind that. A, Fantasy sword collection. Well, only because you know when we when I ever go to your place, I yeah. do see the the sword shop. The sword, shop. sword shop. And I always wonder. It's been there for years, and I wonder how do they stay open. But it's people oh, like this guy. They've got that are um, keeping this, this sword shop around. Yeah, my brother bought one when he came up. Did he? Yeah. Which he, one? Uh, like the Lord of the Rings sword or something? No, I think it was like a Japanese. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because I like don't a know. Samurai sword. Your samurai sword. Yeah. Because everyone needs one of those. See, I automatically think when he says fantasy ones like they're mm. make believe. Well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like no, but they'll be like from Lord, Lord of, the of the Rings, Rings and or... every movie they yeah. will make yeah. one or, you know, Game of Thrones. Mm. But I just love that they're in his parents' house, not even his house. <laughs> so, and they're worth nothing at all? Oh, I said with no way of selling them. Mm. You know, if, if a whole heap of trolls take over the world, though, he'll be laughing. Should we buy them he off slays him? them? Do you want him? Yeah, they'd look cool in, in, in the studio. He said it's a waste of... <laughs> Where would we hang them? I'd work that out. Let's buy them. Okay, well, I'll write you. Know, you hey, sell hey, your Pez collection. Never. And the money we get from that will buy ourselves I love ourselves how out of anyone you went, no, nah, I've never wasted money on anything. Yeah, nah. nah. Your Pez collection's worth it? Yep. No one said... And, wh- your, and your Simpson dolls? Yeah, they're not figurines, but yes. <laughs> Have you looked in that glass cabinet he has at his house? Yes, yes. And then I look at Kat and I'm like, how much is he paying her to stay here? <laughs> A lot. She finds it to turn on. She has one shelf in that cabinet. <laughs> she does. She, what up? What snow globes. She likes to collect snow globes from places that don't have snow. That's interesting. Mm. So what, like the Wit Sundays? Yeah, you can buy snow globe from the Wit Sundays. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you cannot. You can, can you? Yeah, yeah. Now that's not a waste of money. That's pretty cool. <laughs> See, we put those together: pairs, swords. Oh, we got sex pads. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stick around eight o'clock. You can win a million bucks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one o five. Would say in bed. It's Monday. Get ready for work. Get the weekend out of your mind and body. We want to know on thirteen ten sixty what you can say in the bedroom and another scenario today. Yep, it's at a bank. Give me all your money and I'll shoot you in the face. Wow. What about? Can you show me all the fees included so I know how much this is going to hurt? <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to help my granddad make a deposit. <laughs> He's not very good with this sort of thing. It's you know. It's, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Get involved. I, I hate lining up behind an old person <laughs> when you're there. You I mean, you'd hardly ever have to go to the bank and then you go, oh no, this is going to take forever because they got lots of business. I always done. go when I'm like, can you stop looking over my shoulder? This is just between me and her. Thank yes. you. Yes. Mm. Stick them up. <laughs> uh, this isn't working. I'm going to have to go inside. <laughs> oh, that's the worst, isn't it? <laughs> so bad. The worst. <laughs> 13, 10, 60, don't be shy. What is the first thing that comes to your mind 
uh, when you think about this, what you can say in the bedroom and uh, at the bank. Now, up for grabs uh, for our best caller this week is $100 to spend at Kmart. We've got some Kmart cash, baby. When did you not tell me about that? Kmart cash. Well, we're keeping it on the DL. (laughs) What about, uh, sorry, I don't work past 4 p.m. Hey. They do shut early, don't they? Mm. Yeah. And they slam shut too. Like, if you're there like one minute past and you're trying to creep in, they just go bang and slam Mm. them shut. There's someone at the front Mm. who's only letting people out. Yes. Mm. They're all cranky old ladies. Like, nah, you're not coming in here. James and Ashgrove, what can you say in the bedroom and at the bank? Hey guys, how about um? Wait, you better leave that mask on. Mm, yes. You never thought you'd hear that, did you? At a bank? <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bank, no. Good on you, buddy. Hey, Leanne, what can you say in the bedroom and at a bank? It's not dirty. It's just everyone else's um, mind. Morning. Um, can we make that as a withdrawal, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. yes. Yep. yep. Always good to ask. Big withdrawal. <laughs> Big one. <laughs> oh no, it's smaller than I thought. There's, Nick, not, there's not as much in there as I expected. It's always disappointing. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Nikki like, and I'm Woody sure Point. There was more in there. <laughs> what can you say in the bedroom and at the bank, Nikki? Um, can someone help me, please? I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Remember the old days at the bank where there was all those little. Um, like desks around everywhere with the pens that were on chains. Yeah. Remember, mm. you'd have the chains. Remember when you used to be able to see someone? Now it's always like they try to make you not. Mm. Yeah, like they give you every reason to not come in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, but I really want to come in. I, but I really want to see her. Look, she's free. She's <laughs> like, over there, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal hey, and Forest Lake, what can you say in the bedroom and at the bank? Well, there's a lot more T's and C's than what I thought, but <laughs> it's a little less complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got to read the fine print, don't you? Oh, yeah. You never do, though. No. Yeah. You just tick that box. Of course. You yeah. scroll, 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 scroll. Skim rate. Skim Scroll, scroll, scroll. Hey, Vince, you're on the air with this man. What can you say in the bedroom and at a bank? Both make perfect sense. Uh, hey, new feature. Tap and go. Tap and go. Tap and go. In and out. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hi, how good is the voice this year? It is back tonight, 7.30, Channel 7 and 7 Plus, if you want to go and catch up later on or relive it again. Sonia Kruger doing a great job on there as well. Good morning. Oh, good morning, you guys. Yeah, it's going off. It's going off this year. Off its chops, I believe, is what everyone's been saying, Sonia. To <laughs> well, that's, that's a different show, but maybe I it is when Maddie's yeah, watching I think that's something else. Yeah, I think that might relate to something else entirely. But anyway. <laughs> Personally, I love Rita Ora on it. I think she brings so much to it. Was she oh, amazing to work with? Do you know what? I, 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 I actually have a bit of a crush on her. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally stand on stage staring at her, like, um, sort of slightly stalkerish sort of way, you know, like mm-hmm. single white female. I'm like, oh, I love the way she does her hair and her makeup and what she's wearing. And she, she's just stunning. When she speaks too, she offers up just such great, you know, advice for those artists. Mm. And she's incredible. I love her. But I mean, I think the coaching panel overall, they've got the heart and soul back into the show. And it's got that really joyous kind of vibe to it, as, mm. as well as the, the people that they've found this year. Just when you think, oh, that person's going to win, somebody else performs and you go, oh, no, well, they're going to win, aren't they? You know, so 
it's really hard to pick because they've uncovered these incredible diamonds in the rough. And it was ironically the perfect time to be Delta free. Oh, we're not talking about the virus now, are we? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in Sydney. I'm in lockdown. We're very sensitive about the virus. Sorry, Queenslanders up here, out and about, joking. Sorry, I'm so jealous of you guys. I'm like, we're about to start shooting some other stuff, and I'm like, do you think we could shoot it in Queensland? (laughs) Is there any way we could get up to Queensland to do it? But I think pretty much that's what everybody's plan is. Um, you know, going forward, because I'm not quite sure, you know, we're lucky we can actually still film in a bubble down right. here. So we can create sort of, you know, like those, we're all COVID tested every three days and everybody's social distancing and you create a bubble and we're lucky. But there are a lot of people who are doing it tough. Does that mean Rita's still in the country or, or is she coming back to do the, the live shows? No, we, no we've, we've completely finished shooting The Voice. I'm shooting, starting to shoot some other stuff now, so oh. can't say too much. So you know, know the, you know the winner. Situations. So the, the Voice winner knows yes. they've won and they've got to no, sit, no, sit no, at home. No. No. no, because remember, the public vote for the winner. The public will, will have their vote. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we start the finals. When we get to, I think, the second last show, we open the voting line so that then the public decide who the winner will be. So is that going to be filmed live or are you going to, uh, or everyone's just done a reaction as if they've won? Well, we've covered all of our bases, so to speak. Okay, so we, sure. know, we know that we're covered no matter which way it goes. Just do such an awesome job. I mean, there was one point where I completely lost my train of thought and Keith Urban came to my rescue because he is my hero mm-hmm. and I, I also harbour a secret crush on Keith. Oh. So, you know. As long as I stay 50 metres away from Keith at all times, it's all good. So, uh, You've got to mind her to keep you away. I like it. Yes, and her name right. is Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Nicole. Yeah, I lo- no, luckily, Nicole, she's aware that everybody loves her husband. And she's, she's down with that. She, I think she knows. She understands why. He's such a cool guy. Talking about crushes... Stav Mm -hmm. loves uh, Taika Waititi, who's Mm. a very famous uh, director and also actor and is dating Rita Ora. Now, Stav wanted to know when we spoke to Jess Malboy saying, oh, was he on set? You know, you obviously knew they were together. And I want you to see if you can work out if this is Jess acting or she really didn't know they were an item. Okay, hang on. Rewind. They're together? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jess, they've been together for oh a while. No way. Yeah, oh Google, because if you okay, don't believe so me. Now I know. Now what I know. What did you think he was doing there, Jess? <laughs> I was like, oh, Tiger's just popped by. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I, you know. Auditioning? I'm not, like, I'm not into, like, gossiping and all that kind of stuff. It's just not my hmm. style. I, yeah, just, I just do what I do and do my life. <laughs> oh, I love Jess so much. When did you do the interview with her? Oh, it was oh, a couple of week? weeks ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. week and a half. Okay, okay. Look, you know, the thing is that I don't think anybody knew that they were in a relationship together. I twigged, and I walk around oblivious to most things, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I twigged at the rap party because Taika was there, and I'm a massive fan of his work mm. too. Like, I've seen all of his movies. So I'm like, oh, my God, Taika Waititi's here. How weird. So I start talking to him about some stuff. Next minute, Rita comes over and sort of gets in on this conversation. 
clearly concerned that Tyker is cracking on to me because he's only human. So... <laughs> well, by all reports, they wouldn't mind. So <laughs> I am joking, by the way. Sure. News.com are profusely typing this up as we speak, Sonia. <laughs> she said tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Make sure you Who's? add that to the end of it. Um, no, but, well, she but tongued I'm, his cheek. They had together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there for it. I think they um, I think they make a really cool couple. I mean, they've been out and about on red carpets yeah. in LA together. Well, they're, they're talking marriage, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm so hoping I'm being a bridesmaid. <laughs> not with that comment, you're yeah. not, Sonia. Probs not. Probs not, right? Yeah. Hey, the other thing that you... Um, you're got on everything at the moment. Um, Celebrity Big Brother, that's that's all oh, yeah. done and dusted. We're very excited to see Caitlyn Jenner and oh, what she gets guy. up to. Um, Seriously, we have to have a deep dive into this conversation mm. at some point. We really do have to have to get into a really deep-level celebrity VIP Big Brother conversation because there is a lot to unpack. Mm. And See, I heard I know, she unpacked, know, unpacked it for well, everyone. Well, you know, the, the great thing about these VIPs is that you put them in that situation and they become very open, I suppose, you mm. know, because it's different from sitting down and doing some kind of weird sort of 60-minute style interview where you've got lights and cameras all around you and, you know, you have to be mindful of everything you say. So in in the Big Brother Hotel, we should say, not the house, they're in Big Brother's VIP Hotel, they kind of become much more vulnerable and and open. See, Caitlyn Jenner's in, like, one of my top five people I'd love to interview. Like, I, yeah. she's... Very fascinating when she was Bruce, yeah. now Caitlin, the whole thing with the Kardashians. I would just love 20 minutes mm. to just to, just try and get into what it was like living through that period of... Well, she, you know, she loves a chat. The thing that surprised me most about Caitlin was how warm and how, and how um, easy to talk to she is. Mm. So I, we should try to line that up when the yes. show goes to air. We'll see if, if we can get Caitlin on the line to have a chat to you because oh, I'm sure do. she's more than happy to do that. Yep. I'm connected, you know. Yeah, well, well, yeah of course, Sonia. We <laughs> know. Yeah, you are. You're the hookups, babe. Yeah, it's not just Taika Waititi who's obsessed with me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know what? She said. Uh, Before we do get to that, like you said, The Voice, it is heating up big time tonight, 7.30, Channel 7, and all your catch-ups on 7 Plus. Always a pleasure. Great to talk to you this morning, Sonia. You too, guys. Talk soon. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dad bought this place 15 years ago for a steal. It's worth almost as much today as when we bought it. How's the serenity? So much serenity. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. A uh, man's home is his castle, they say. Mm. We've been renovating our house for four years now. Mm. We've been non-stop. Since you moved in. Working about the place, mm. getting stuff done. And I'm going to be honest, I hated our house when we first moved mean? in. I didn't want it. Mm. I didn't want to buy it. I didn't like it. What didn't you like about it? I regretted it instantly. <gasps> Esther Just couldn't admit it publicly at that time. Oh, no, I told Esther right. all the time. Because the house, it's just, it's been work the mm. whole time. Like, it's been uh. so much work that's need to be done to it. But she liked the view, so we bought the house. It's a nice view. It is gorgeous. Yes. And I like it now that's that big block. We're, we're through a lot of the, the renovating and stuff. And so last night, we're sitting, Esther and I, because we've just finished downstairs. We finally have two bathrooms because... 
because having three adults and two children using one bathroom mm. and one toilet, mm. it's it's a bit of work. Mm. You know, whenever you want to go to the toilet, Ethan's showering. Whenever you want to shower, Ethan's toileting. You're on the toilet. <laughs> Xander comes in. He's like, get off. So it's been nice. <laughs> Yesterday, we're sitting on the back deck, Esther and I, we're having a beer, and we're looking out at the view, and I said to her, I finally feel like this this is our house now. Right. You know, oh, now that lovely feeling. You know, I so said, this is very nice. And she says to me... Oh, no. She goes, it actually hasn't been that bad, really, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, it's pretty, it's pretty cruisy. The renovation. And I said, <laughs> for you it is. She goes, what does that mean? I said, well, I am the person who deals with the tradies when they come in and out. Mm. And I said to her, you don't have to be the person when the sparky comes and he's done all the work to then say, actually, no, the three PowerPoints that you put in, can we please move them three centimetres to the left and put them over there? I said, I'm the one who has to go to them and have that nervous feeling knowing mm. that they're going to be really annoyed at me. Mm. And then they try to talk me out of it. And then I have to be like, no, but that's what my wife wants. And no offence, I'm more scared of my wife than I am of you. So can you please move that PowerPoint? Can you teach my husband that skill? Because he's <laughs> never got that. But maybe it's different for him because he is a tradie. Mm. He doesn't like to say to a tradie that he didn't do a good job. He'll just go, that's great. I'll be like, what? Oh, he w- he won't say it to He them. will never say it. Mm. No. Nah. No, so he he like I've seen him try and fix up jobs that the tradies didn't do well because he doesn't want to say to them, no, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And I was like, but you would never do a de- bad decking. Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah, because he he feels like he's. So does she want to renovate again? That's what I said. No, like. no, no, no. I oh, said to her, okay. I said, at this house that we're in now, Is that it? there's been so much blood, <laughs> sweat, tears and money gone into it. Mm. So the only way we're leaving this house are in body bags. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening now. Because I think you get the buck because I'm addicted now See, to renovating. I'm used to living yeah. in work sites. See, that's not me. Mm. I'm looking forward <laughs> yes, to... Yeah, but yours is always beautiful. Like, yours is always just it's a display white. display home. Like, yeah, yours is always a display home. You two do so well. Mm. Well, it, well, it, well, Esther has this thing of when you guys come over, we spend the day cleaning before yeah. you get there. But mm. you're also a neat freak. So you yeah, do, it's do. not it's not far from what it normally is. Yeah, and but that's why the renovating for me is I... Stressful. I, I want it to be sort of demoed that day and then mm. finished that evening. <laughs> like, that's the... <laughs> like my blog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it before and after. But it is a good feeling. You've got that feeling where if um, Selling Houses Australia came over, if Andrew Winter came over to look at your house, he would go, nope, all good. Nothing to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. But when it gets hard, is, and I was telling Shivi, our producer, this this morning, I said the reasons for things are what I'm always uncomfortable to talk to tradies about. Because you always say to them, no, we want it done this way. And they go, okay, but but why is it that you want it that way? And it's always things like, we want a PowerPoint there, and I know it sounds weird, because that's where we want to put the Christmas tree. And he's like, okay, so you want a PowerPoint there just for once a year when the Christmas tree goes up? He's probably thinking the Christmas tree's coat for something now. Uh, oh, right, no, but I'm like, that's that's why I want it there. He's he- also probably thinking, have you heard of an extension cord? <laughs> Yeah, but no, but he doesn't like extension cords. Maddie will not use them. Extension cords are messy mm. and yeah. they're trippy. Trip he's not, he's not, he's not that sort of them. guy. What, with gaffer tape? Some, some okay. Well, if that's them. the case, though, Maddie, this is what yeah, I want to pitch. That's what I did at my This house. is something I've been thinking about yeah. for a long time, yeah. where I'm just the translator, because I love talking to tradies, yeah. but I also can understand the demands, and I think there is miscommunication. Mm. So I'll like ask what you want, and then I'll go to the tradie and go, 
Nah, mate, he's weird, but Christmas is like so hectic to him. So just put it there. Is that all right? I know, it's weird, hey? Do you know? And then I'll go back to you and go, hey, they actually really understood how important the Christmas trade was. They're going to move it. Trady translator. See, that's good. Mm. And I think a woman is best for it as well. Because when you're a man and they go, what for? And then you always default to... What my wife wants, me. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> it's what she wants. And I mean, you can talk to her if you want, and instantly, I nah, it's even fine. Like the Christmas tree, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Always remember to drink responsibly. <laughs> this is probably one for you, Maddie, because I want to know... Like drinking responsibly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, how do you teach your kids about alcohol? Mm. Like, what's the right way to do it? Because Hubby and I were talking about this because I've got a little bit excited because you can order um, non-alcoholic wine with your food order. So we, I buy groceries online to be delivered and you can get like a, a non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic champagne. And I've been getting it because Scotty and I don't drink during the week. So we actually had a bottle of champagne together before school pickup, and we're like, "This is so cool because it's not alcoholic." Oh right! Yeah, you're so you're like, "Oh, we're so we're rebellious." We're drinking on the deck. Yeah, we're like, yeah, okay. and it's just it just tastes like apple juice. Yeah. And we had one, um, and the kids were like, "Oh, can we try it?" And I was like, "No, you're not allowed to try it. It's thing." And Finney's like, "It says zero on the front," mm. and I was like, "Oh, I, I, you know, I guess." And we gave them the champagne, and they're drinking it. And I said, "Oh, Scotty, that looks wrong." You know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't do that. Mm. And then we had a big lecture about how, you know, the alcohol is only for adults and this. And he's like, but it's just grape juice. And but, I was like, yeah, but I don't want you to pretend to be an adult. Mm. Was it because you he drank it from a champagne glass? Yes. If it was in, like, a Fortnite mug, it, you wouldn't feel as if bad about it? If we called it grape juice, I wouldn't. But if we're yeah. still calling it non-alcoholic champagne, it's still an adult drink. Mm. And then we got into this big, like, deep dive of it that my friend um, lived over in France, mm. right? And she used to always say that when she said it was so different going to a party over there, because they went to a party and they had a certain amount of alcohol, and then they all had drunk it, no one was drunk, and then they danced. And she's like, it was so weird, because if we went to an Aussie party and run out of alcohol, it wouldn't be a party anymore. Well, you wouldn't run run out of alcohol in Australia. You wouldn't run out, or someone would go and get it. And she was like, why are you guys so different? And they said, well, we grew up with alcohol, Mm. that a lot of our parents would give us a glass of wine at dinner time mm. from the age of like 10 or 12. So it's nothing to them. It's just it, it's just another drink. And maybe that that's experience. not the case now. Maybe it's different over in, in France. But she was like, is that not a better relationship to have? But I was like, mm. even if we gave it to our kids, I still don't think it would be the same because are they just looking at us drinking so mm. much? Mm. It's completely cultural. Australia's got a very... Bad attitude with it, haven't we? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like it's cool to be drunk as mm. opposed to... She was saying it was actually frowned upon. Mm, right. And that's probably the, the culture that we should say, hey, it's an enjoying thing to share with friends. It's also very hard not to drink in Australia. Mm. You know? Yeah, well, most celebrations revolve around alcohol. Ethan's got a great relationship with it because he's now 19. Well, all, all of his friends, to be honest with you, they. It, it, and it actually surprised me when we finally got to have his 18th birthday mm. after all the lockdowns. No one really got drunk. Except oh, there was, there was one Esther. one kid did went a little bit far, but even that boy, I, that's the only time I've ever seen him drink that much. Mm. Yeah. Usually, when they all hang out, they don't really. They might have one drink. Do you think that's because they've seen you guys and don't want to be like it? Not to be rude. In the past, well, that's but, we've joked about that. Yeah. But um, because <clears throat> obviously Ethan's been around me and Esther when we were very young. But I just think 
he doesn't like it. And we've mm. never had that thing of you cannot drink. Mm. So we um, introduced him to alcohol when he was a teenager. We would let him, you know, in the comfort of our home, try a drink and stuff like that. We never said to him, you cannot drink. At mm. what age? Do you reckon? Well, I, I think you wait for them to come to you. And right. say... So, obviously, if they're, like, at 13, can you buy me alcohol to go to yeah, a party? Yeah, You're like, God, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I think you wait for them to sort of discuss it with you. And in year 11 and 12, it was sort of starting to kick off for him, and we would let him... My rule with him was always, if you take a certain amount of alcohol to a party, like, that's all you're having. Mm. You know, you can't have any more than what we've discussed. Um but you actually did discuss it. Because I was saying, yeah. like, growing up, I don't think we discussed it, so it was always behind yeah. our parents' back, which was worse. Yeah. They also say because of, of the smartphone as well, because it's so permanent now. Like, if you Putting get drunk, vomit on yourself, it's yeah. there for the rest of your life, so they don't like to do it. Yeah. Drugs are also more of a thing now than what they were, I think, when we were a lot younger. Obviously, mm. they were around when we were younger, but they are around a little bit more. Mm. So maybe that's why there are some kids have gone away from drinking. I'm just generalising here. But, yeah, I found it very strange with Ethan, Ethan's friends. Like, you guys go on night clubbing? So like, nah. What you're saying is you didn't teach them and they did well. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> on their own. Yeah, mm. they, they kind of just sort of... They sort of no, but by saying that, you actually did without realising. Like, you had I the conversation. So. Mm. Yeah. Like, I remember going camping when he was not 18, and it was always, oh, I'll ask my dad if I'm allowed to have one. Mm. Yeah, and I think we've always been open. I've always said to him, if you want to come and talk, talk to me... Um, but now it's the other end. I'm like, sit down, have a beer with your old man. He's like, no, nah, I don't nah. feel like it. And I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 131060, because there is no right or wrong way to go about this, mm. How? what have other parents done? Because I don't think letting Finney have a non-alcoholic glass of champagne is I didn't want to sensationalise it. You know what mm. I mean? Like that, yeah. was a, that was a cool thing to do. Because I was mm. like, well, really, it's, a t- it's different as grape juice. I might as well just buy that and you can have it in a normal glass. Mm. Yeah. It uh. normalises it for him like it's just a drink you share in the company of others. Mm. That's what I think. Mm. Melissa and Jim Boomer, how have you? Hey, how are you guys this morning? Good. Amazing. That's good. Uh, so I've got a 15-year-old son and we've got a European background. So for probably the last three or four years, um, he's been able to have a little bit of red wine with our meal at, at the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if we're at a family get-together or whatever, then he can have um, some alcohol there, hoping that it'll make him a little bit smarter about alcohol mm. when he goes out with his mates and stuff like that. So It's interesting when we sort of go, no alcohol, once you turn 18, do whatever you want. Mm. Like it is a, yeah. is, it is there's that, no learning curve. There's no learning curve. Well, when you say European background, is it true that they will allow family members to have a glass, like at kids at a young age? Like that will be a common thing. Oh uh, yeah. So it's my husband that's from Italy, and uh, from what he's always said, he's always been allowed to have a little bit of alcohol with his meals, mm. um, and he a complete non-drinker apart from our wine. At dinner, right. so interesting, go. isn't it? When that's this association is, it's something you just have with food. Mm. It's not something you have to get munted. How, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, how what I, that's what I learned as well. It's, like, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. So when you went out at Easter time and you were never allowed to buy alcohol unless you bought a food, remember before Good Friday? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Hey, uh, Kira, you're on the air with us. Um, how do you sort of introduce your children to alcohol? Um, it's a very normalised thing in our in our home, so. I'm not saying, like, we get drunk every night and stuff like that, but we do have a few drinks at night. Like, I like to have a drink while I'm cooking, you know, cooking dinner for the mm. family. And 
um, if I'm if I'm drinking, like my 11 year old, be like, oh, can I have a taste? And I'll let them have a taste to see, you know, like especially when I trick them into it being a straight, you know, they have a sip of like straight bourbon and they're like, oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that's you know, that's why we don't drink it that way anyway. But no, it's just it's it's like you know. Um, the kids that don't get takeaway, the kids that don't get lollies and all that, and then they just go like bat out of hell when they do get the opportunity to have it in the future. Yeah. And I think that's what I would hope that my kids aren't like, mm. because I want them to learn that it's all okay to have in moderation, you know, to relax. And we, we have friends over every couple of weeks on weekends and have a few drinks all together and a few laughs. And I just want them to see that that's okay and that's normal and that mm. you don't need to drink heaps to... to enjoy yourself and be stupid and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's just i, I don't i don't see anything wrong with a few drinks yeah fair mm-hmm. enough uh and jess is in nanda what do you reckon yeah so i actually had um the opposite effect my parents kind of deterred me off drinking until like after the age of 25 because oh. were they um, big drinkers or not drinkers they were massive massive um right. call them binge drinkers so yeah. Yeah, so they'd get so unwell the next day that I saw the negative effects of alcohol. Mm. Um, and like the whole classic, you're a 10-year-old and you're making your dad a rum, but then your dad's actually vomiting. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. kind of a bit like, as growing up and watching my friends get drunk, I sort of was like, ugh, mm. the whole time. Yeah, that's interesting. And you mm-hmm. always wonder, isn't it, when people say, I'm a non-drinker because my parents were alcoholics. Or sometimes yeah. they say the opposite, where they go, I'm an alcoholic and my parents were. So I guess mm. it's... Depending how you took it, yeah, and how yeah. disgusted yeah. you were. In it. Every, everyone says I broke the cycle, but then um, you've got my sister who's 15 and she gets drunk, and I'm like, right. okay, cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you said at 25 you started to drink? Yeah, like I kind of just came alive then, and it was more just because I felt comfortable in a social situation with like really close friends, and mm. I felt comfortable to actually have a drink, and yes, I got drunk, and then I was like, oh, this ain't so bad, but just in moderation. Mm. So, yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's definitely not something like I did, like I would do like every Friday night, like my parents would, because I think it was just such a bad habit for them. Mm. There you go. So I don't reckon what you're doing is bad. I don't think you should feel bad no. about. No, it. I'm not sharing it again. That's a so, one-off. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> more because you like it. <laughs> this is for Mum. Wasting it. <laughs> yeah. this, this one, I swear, this one is <laughs> still not alcoholic. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's no such thing as a regular dad. And this Father's Day, Stab Abby and Matt are celebrating all of the dads. So it's Father's Day on the 5th of September. And traditionally, you'd celebrate the father that was there when you were born. Mm -hmm. But that's not really the case. And it hasn't been the case for many years. And uh, there's so many dads in different forms. Mm. Uh, Stepdads, um, dads that are new to the family as well. And we just want to take this opportunity um, to thank them. Now, Shana, who listens to the show... Tell us your relationship with your father. Um, okay, so um, my stepdad, um, he came into my life when I was two. Mm. Um, Brendan's his name. My mum had known him for a little while, but um, she loved him from the second she seen him. Um, she was 24. He was 17. Oh. Wow. That's and like Maddie and you, your yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she was 22. I was 18. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So he... Just no qualms about coming into a relationship with someone with a child. And he just came in and was perfect with me, like, from day dot. He was my, like, best mate from straight away. I, yeah, he just didn't have, like, he didn't have any prior experience with children, but he was just brilliant. 
To take on the responsibility of dating someone with a two-year-old when you're 17. 17, yeah. I think that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. I do. And your mum worked a lot, so he was like your primary carer. Yeah, mum had like three jobs. Mm. Um, so he'd watch me at night um, and he'd do really fun things with me and I loved it. Mm. Just loved it. I loved it when I knew he was watching me, looking after me. So, Were you brought up knowing that he wasn't your biological father? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, mum sort of, yeah. Mm. We had that conversation. Quite early on. Yeah. 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 And I imagine for him and probably for your mum's family too, with that age difference, they would, they would have been, oh, this is not going to work, you know. Yeah. That, um, without getting too far into it, it was mm. a little bit rocky there for a little while. Yeah. Um, until they got married. Mm. And then... It's funny, isn't it, how it can take a wedding. You're like, okay, so <laughs> you guys believe us now? We've yeah. spent all this that's, money. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> and, and that, you know, for, for him, yep. that is a testament to the man that I guess he is as well, that he was so young, so much responsibility, and to have everyone against him mm. and still stand up to the plate and go, I love both of these girls. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Did you, you've taken his name now? Yes, I, I did. When they got married, I took his last name legally. They asked me, and I said, absolutely, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, great. Yeah. And how old were you when they got married? Ten. ten. So it took him a while, but still didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. I was like, yeah, all right, good point. But yeah. he was 17. At the time, I don't think you would have found it quite remarkable because you were a young kid. Like, it was, no. just, it was just the norm. That's, exactly. that's fine. Yeah. When was it that you realised as an adult that it was such an extraordinarily um, wonderful thing that he was able to take on a child? I think as I got older and he was, you know... The um, the caretaker, he looked after me, he paid for my schooling, he paid for my everything like a dad does. Mm. And I thought, okay, he's my dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like you said, Desi, when you're little, you don't get anything. But, yeah, that's when I sort of thought, oh, okay, yeah, he he's, he's provides for me and my mum. Mm. Yeah. And without question, I assume. Oh, yeah. He's just, he's a really wonderful man. He's just really quiet, laid back, chill, just... Mm. Really, really hard worker. Super hard worker. There's a lot of benefits to having a young dad too. You've said some of your favourite memories of playing oh. PlayStation with him and yeah. KFC runs at midnight. Yeah, that, like, it was, and it was great. I loved it. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> so yeah. good. All right. Well, um, this whole week we want to celebrate um, dads, all types of dads, mm. whether that is, you know, an uncle who has stepped in and, and taken over being dad or, or like your case, Brendan, <laughs> who took you on at 17 when you were two. Mm. When we come back, uh, we're going to meet Brendan because you've got something you would like to say to Brendan at the same time. Yes, I do. Brendan joins us now. Hey, hey, guys, how's it going? Good. Good. First time listener, uh, first time answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, hopefully, welcome, lo- long welcome. time stayer. <laughs> yeah. How, how does it feel to hear all those lovely words about um, about you? Oh, it's always nice to hear a, a, a kind word here and there. So, um, yeah, thanks very much, Sean. <laughs> you must have sacrificed a lot because you're only how old you are. That's for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were only seventeen at the time, and Maddie knows this firsthand because he did the same thing. But you yeah. must have missed out on a lot of parties, a lot of lot of just things that kids take for granted when they're that age. I oh, know we just used to drag Shana along, so I love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, make it work for you, Brendan. Yeah, yeah that's all right. And that's so yeah. true, isn't it, Brendan? People always yeah. assume that you missed out, but you you still have a great life. You just work around with what yeah. you've got. Definitely have a great life. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. What if was you it? love someone, what the baggage comes with it. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a, 
it's, it's been a great ride, to be honest. Yeah. It's been a great life. The, the yeah. wife's a, the, the perfect wife, and the, and the daughter is a perfect daughter. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. What was it Four like? Great grandchildren. So we've been blessed along the way. So. Wow. Was it hard at the beginning of people going, "Oh, what do you do? You're only 17. Why are you taking on a child?" Did you have any of those criticisms? Oh yeah, heaps. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Heaps of them, but yeah, you also have the good stuff. So I mean, I'm from a blended family myself. So when when Dad met uh, my stepmom, I was only about uh, nine years old. So mm. grown into a family that uh, had three. Well, the mother had the three daughters at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and most of the experiences are that you get along the way are the ones that you pass along. So I had a great growing up. You know, the word step and, you know, all that sort of stuff, stepbrothers, stepmothers, all that stuff was never mentioned. It was just mum and dad. Mm. That's all we ever said. So, oh, how lovely. Mm. Well, Brendan, while we've got you here, um, Shana uh, has prepared a little something for you at the same time. Okay, so mm. we're going to just fade off into the distance now mm-hmm. and we're going <laughs> to... Gonna let her. She, I don't know got, if you've ever seen her nervous before, but she's nervous yeah. now. You've got, you got to go to an ad break, have you? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Not for you. Uh, for someone who doesn't listen, you know the formatics quite well, Brenda. <laughs> uh, so, Shana, it's over to you. Uh, okay, so I, I um, just firstly wanted to let you know how much I love you and I, how much I'm so, so grateful for everything that you've done for me, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think for this Father's Day, um, I would really like to start calling you Dad, if that's okay with you. Sure. Yeah, I think that yeah. would be great. It's 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 been long enough, thirty six years, thirty. <laughs> so I think that would be awesome if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's a great present. Thanks very much. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? What did you think he would say? Were you worried that? Oh, he's a man of very few words, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> so what have you been calling him over the years? Brendan. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Brendan, yeah. So in all ways, he's yeah. been your father, but you've always called Brendan. Yeah, do you ever Have you ever wanted her to call you dad? Uh, no, I just, it, as long as she recognises and acknowledges me, I'm fine with that. But it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It is. Yeah. To be called a father is a, you know, it's a, I'm very much an action man. I'm not so much of a uh, man of words, but... Mm. <laughs> um, I've always tried to provide and be yeah. there for her. So that's, yeah, that's excellent. Thanks, John. You're I love you welcome. too. Thank you. I think for you, Brendan, in in this is you've never needed the title to be her dad. For you, it wasn't no. about you've never done it thinking I now deserve to be called dad or I deserve this. You've always done it expecting zero back in return. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, you're a lovely Aww. family. Um, mm-hmm. and You'll make the cards easier now. You don't need to cross yeah, her right yeah. Yeah. Then. You cheap, can just yeah. write, you know, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, too, now, Brendan, when you're telling her off, you can be like, listen to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Lovely to meet both of you. Um, have a great Father's Day, Brendan. Um, it's great to hear yeah, your story, you. mate. Appreciate it. No worries. Anytime. Brilliant. Thanks for coming Thanks, in, Shana. Thank nice you. to meet you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Thank you. You're going to say bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. (laughs) Bye, daughter. (laughs) Uh, If you've got a special man in your life who you want to, um, you know, uh, get on the air and you want to celebrate them, we would love to meet you and them. Register on our Facebook page. Search Stav, Abby and Matt right now. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You're going to need a bigger post. Sweet Judas, they're heading straight for (laughs) it. I've started a riot. I've started a Facebook riot, right? 
Now, obviously, I've seen Jaws a lot. Mm-hmm. One How of many my, times now? Uh, can't, in can. the hundreds. He can. He actually can recite the whole movie. You know that. Don't I've you? heard it many times before. <laughs> it's quite a skill. It is. It is rather impressive, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, never, never had a girlfriend. Um, but I've watched it millions, millions of times, right? Yeah. And I'm actually, it's one of the only reasons I still uh, go on Facebook. I'm a member of the Amity Jaws group. And it's a group of like-minded individuals that all like Jaws as much and as I do. the town in Amity. the movie. Just, yes. just sharing with people yeah. that haven't seen it millions yeah. of times. That's, that's where it's based. Okay. Amity, as you know, yeah. means friendship. Uh, and so we all get on and chat about Jaws. It's a really friendly place, right? But I noticed they were all talking about this um, bit about ice cream, right? And I put up a question because I was like, that's not what I thought was happening. And I'm, at, I'm into the hundreds of comments. And there are two schools of thought and neither can see eye to eye. So this is a piece of... I've got, got a piece of the movie, right? Listen to what the kid, he's going into hospital. He's, he's just had a shock. He's seen the shark. So he's in hospital for the night. His mum asks what he wants. Have a listen and I'll ask you a question after. Bring everything from home. My cars. Your cars. What about ice cream? Coffee. Coffee. Now, what does he want there? Coffee. What do you think, Manny? Can I, do you mind if I hear it again? Go nuts. Bring everything from home. My cars. Your cars. What about ice cream? Coffee. Coffee. He wants his his cars? Yeah. Like his toy cars? Yes. Yeah, I heard that yeah. bit. Yeah, and he wants... She said ice cream and he, he said, said it coffee. like coffee. Mm. And goes, then she repeats coffee. Is it coffee ice cream? That's, see, this is the thing. Coffee. Because so they keep on talking about this coffee ice cream on the, on the thing. I was like, you all talk about Michael wanting coffee ice cream. I just thought he was wanting coffee. Boom! <laughs> there are distinctive two sides, and people will die on this hill. You either think it's coffee-flavoured ice cream that he wants, or he wants coffee stuffed the ice cream, and none can see eye to eye. Now, because you can get the coffee in hospital, so you wouldn't be asking for that. Well, apparently, they've gone deep dive. No, it yeah. has to be coffee ice cream, because you'd be able to get that. When was this coffee movie set again? Uh, 1977. There was no coffee ice cream around then. It's only these days that there's fancy-dancy <laughs> sorbets and stuff. Back then, it was just like... No, not when you homemade it. No one would make Maybe, which coffee. She did. Fla- Maybe no. she did. <laughs> she did. Maybe she did. Made coffee ice cream. Okay. So See, going. I'm on the he wants a cup of coffee. Side. Why would he want a cup That's of coffee? That's what I He's thought my entire life. He's just had a very traumatic experience. That's well, what why I thought. do you want to stay awake? That's a, that's a good point. But, but you'd still stay awake if you had the, sorry, if you had, right. the, if you had the coffee ice cream. I never thought I'd get into this this much. <laughs> right? Not as much. <laughs> <laughs> so people, people have gone. We're just in your comments. Yeah, sorry, that's, dude. That's, yeah, fine. <laughs> people are like, I lived in the area where it was shot. Coffee ice cream was a massive thing. We always had it. We had it all the time. They, went, they asked the guy who wrote the movie. So the, peop- the, the people in the comments section on the page you're at yeah. got in contact with the dude who wrote the script yep. and asked him... Yeah, what, if he I... meant coffee ice cream or coffee? Coffee ice cream came out in 1919. Right, so it has been around for a bit. Yeah, for yeah, a bit. yeah okay. they celebrated the day that it was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the dude who wrote the movie... Said... So you've, got, you've got the answer. I feel like, hang on, I feel like this re- needs a drum ha- He roll. has responded? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so the guy who wrote the movie... He has said that he always intended Michael to be asking for coffee-flavoured ice cream. Ah, well done. What a weird kid, though. What kid wants coffee-flavoured ice cream? Well, it, was a big, it was a big thing back then. Mm. Changed my whole perspective on the film. I, I always thought he just wanted a cup of coffee. Me too. It's ruined. Well, ruined. No. <laughs> Listen to it again. It's clear. Do you want ice cream? Yeah, coffee. Bring everything from home. My cars. Your cars. What about ice cream? Coffee. Coffee. I mean, really, it's her mum's fault. She sort of said, coffee ice cream. Mm. Yes. If mm. you had said the word flavour after coffee, <laughs> then, then I would understand it <laughs> yeah. a bit more. Nah, it's ice cream. There you go. There you go. Well, look at you. Just 
ripping open Reddit threads, <laughs> Reddit threads know, all over man. town. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. So the Lions didn't win on the weekend uh, down in Adelaide. Uh, the Demons did, but that's right because we get another chance. We're playing against uh, the Bulldogs. Yeah, right? they wanted to play another game. Yeah, that exactly. That wouldn't be at home at the Gabba, <laughs> rightly so. Uh, but really nice that the Lions uh, had sent out like a little bit of a, a box of all the goodies, all the sponsors, right, for you watching the game at home. And I have to say, it was amazing. Mm. And when you open the box, it sings, right, which I thought was really good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sing for me now. Um, which was really good. You know, the kids loved it. Um, when you open the box, it sings the song. <laughs> First time, amazing. Second time, <laughs> still with it. Third time, still with it. But when this woke me up on Saturday morning mm-hmm. by my head, because mm-hmm. Jagger was obsessed with it and just opening it any time, he had to take it in the car with him just so that he could open the oh. box at all different times. And we thought to ourselves at that point, gee, that battery's good. <laughs> you know what? That that sounds like it should become a bath toy pretty quickly. <laughs> yes. That's what happens in our house. Yeah. When anything sings, I go, ooh, want to take that in the bath? <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. Last night, just before bed, I thought, I'm going to be a good husband and I'm going to put together that little towel rack that Esther bought because she's, you know, she wakes up in the morning and sees all the towels are hung properly. She'll be very excited, like, look at that, he did that. He wasn't even asked to do it. But what happened was is the one that we bought, the thread where the uh, screw goes in wasn't threaded properly, so it wouldn't go in. And I thought, well, you know what? Rather than use a screwdriver, I'm going to go get my drill <coughs> at ten past eight at night. <laughs> yes. but I'm going to force this thing in there. It's going in whether it likes it or not. And it didn't go in, mm-hmm. and the whole thing buckled, and I've taken a huge chunk oh. out of my thumb. And why do you never take a chunk out of a useless finger? Like a pinky. Mm. It's a useless finger, a pinky. I chunk that any day. In fact, cut half of it off. But a chunk out of my thumb, which yeah. just, I used, I didn't realise... How much I use my left thumb? All the time. I just undid my pants to go to the toilet. Yeah. Ouch, man. Yeah. Movie Ouch. reviews. So she's impressed? <laughs> well, no, she's annoyed because she's got to take it back to the, <laughs> to the shop. Cause my husband tried to put it up. I know. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's not my fault that it's the thread inside and the bits don't go together. Mm-hmm. It's a pre-threaded screw. So your, yours was the only one that's broken? Yeah, and that's what I said. <laughs> Why is it that out of 600 mm. on the friggin' rack at Kmart, you pick the one that doesn't work? Mm. So thanks, <laughs> but no thanks. COVID's obviously very serious, and we all need to do the right thing. Masks and blah, blah. <laughs> Are you going <laughs> to say, but? That's how they but, do it. They go, but, hey, this sure, is real serious, but, and blah, blah, blah. But, but surely... If I go to Indro and I check in in Indro, you can just say I was at Indro. Why do I have to check in every store I go into? Beca- and the other thing that's annoying well, about it hmm. is... Maybe because you went to Indro. <laughs> I was telling Rory was spending a tooth fairy money. Because you've got a mask on, your camera doesn't unlock the phone. So you've got to put your code in every time. Just, uh, I was in Indro. 
No, I get what you're saying. It's also shameful when they're like, why was he at seed? And then why did he go to mine? And no, I went to Daiso. They do it so that they, oh, when Daiso. they release it, you can have it at what is Daiso? It's like, a, it's like a cheap $2 shop, but it's all... All like Japanese, yeah, Asian products. Asian stuff. So that's, that's not it. fair. You mm. know that when it gets released, that mm. someone has a COVID case. How much we love looking at the yeah. shops, mm. and we already can tell what sort of person they are. <laughs> well, now, what's the, what would it say about me? I was in Daiso. I was in Typo. I was in all the O's. That you're controlled by your daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Are you sure this wasn't the account of a 15-year-old girl? <laughs> I know. Are you sure this was Stabs? No, it was a 24-year-old male. <laughs> okay, we need to chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but no, thanks. Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105.